Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Ox Me Later. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. It feels like, I guess it just feels like we never stop with these or whatever, but, you know, can't stop, won't stop, diddy shit. This is a request right here because I'm not going to lie, I would probably never, which, eh, I, I like the artist, we're going to get into that, never would have listened to this joint, um... Ed Sheeran's new album, the number six collaborations project. And on this special album and dope episode, new guest alert, new fucking guest alert, man. My little bro, Austin, what's good, baby? Hello, I feel welcomed. <laughs> I've never done anything like this, so I'm probably going to come off a bit awkward at times, but... Mook knows me well enough to know that that's just how I am. Hey, man, like, I, I told you, I, I wouldn't want no one else for this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear that. Uh, a oh, matter of fact, uh, look, I, I'm, not in a norm, I'm not in a normal studio, guys, so the ice ain't really jiggling because I ain't got my cup, but it's a little I, mini version of it. We, we don't have ice here. Niggas didn't have ice, man. I don't, y'all don't know how hurt I was. I'm going to let y'all know. I was hurt. I had to go make up the ice real quick and shit, but it's all good. <laughs> you will hear a vape sound, too. Vapes and guy. sips, man. Vapes and sips. That might be the name of the episode. <laughs> well, shit. Apparently, Ed had a lot of vapes and sips on the album too. But yeah, it certainly did sound like that. I mean, my god, you know. Certainly. But, oh man, so like you know what we was talking about earlier, whatever, bro. Have a little format and shit. Ed Sheeran, thoughts on him as an artist and just you know. I feel like uh, I, I said this earlier when we were listening through the album, but Ed right. Sheeran and. We'll get into this later, but Ed Sheeran still has not made a song that I don't like yet, mm-hmm. and this album keeps that streak going. He's a very solid album, lots of great features. Right. Like, okay, I'm trying to think. I didn't know he was like a thing or whatever, right? You probably only think, knew him for wedding music. I think the first, what was the first track that, um, the shit that everyone lost their minds about? That, Phoebe, yeah. Oh, so, okay. like what was that? Thinking out loud. That that, that shit you got, was hard. Son. Thinking out loud. Uh, he has the A team with Taylor Swift. You've probably heard that one. Possibly. That, that's a good one too. And then I ended up falling with um, what is it? Um, that in love with the shape of you joint. Yeah, shape of you. That shit was hard. But yeah, I really don't know. I, like as, as bad as it sounds, the most I know about Ed Sheeran is him and Charlamagne be kicking it and shit, and. Charlamagne's like, yo, that's a cool, that's a cool ass dude or whatever. Like, Ed still wanted like the most humble people because he doesn't realize he's a fucking superstar. And like, yeah, he's a fucking superstar. Like, he literally looks like, you know, I woke up, I ain't even fucking brush my hair, like hair and shit or whatever. I'm just like, yo, fuck it. Yeah, Ed Sheeran's legit style is t-shirts, baggy jeans, and looking like he just crawled out of bed after a three week, three day bender in somewhere. <laughs> right, like, yo. I can imagine being like super famous and shit, and my mom's just being like, "Now you know you need to do something more presentable." Like, yo, like, come on, man. 
Mookie, you know your teeth still fucked up. Ups, bruh. Look at me, Mookie. You making millions of dollars, can't even get no damn Invisalign. Oh my god, that'd be the first thing. Like, well, you know, you, you can afford it now. And I'm like, oh god, here we go. Let's go ahead and get that work. Right. <laughs> <sighs> Ray, you want to go ahead and jump into this, man? Yeah, man. Uh, start us off. <sighs> Track one. Beautiful People featuring Khalid. So normally, like, go ahead and explain this now too. Um, Austin's heard certain songs. I went into this blind. Um, we listened to everything, of course, but on certain ones or whatever, we listened to it while watching the video. This was the first of the videos or whatever. And we're going to, like, go in depth with the videos too as far as the song or whatever. I'm going to let Mike's, like, just dope guest go first. Okay, uh- Beautiful People. So this is a, one of the songs, like Darius was saying, I've had a few that have been in my playlist already. Right. Because I have a white girlfriend, and that's what she's about. Is <laughs> so, uh, but beautiful I, people. I, too, have been known to be with a lot of white women. You know? <laughs> Just that out there. I fuck a lot with Ed Sheeran and Khalid. Khalid? Khalid? Khalid. Khalid. Am- okay. Amazing artist, man. Yeah. I told you. I, I still haven't heard a bad Khalid track. Yeah, I I like Khalid a lot. So when I saw that they had a song together, I had to look it up. And uh, song's got a, I think, a real Ed Sheeran like it's a radio song, without a doubt. It was definitely one of the singles off the album, and it's definitely a radio song. But the message behind it's really good, talking about uh, trying not to lose yourself in the fame and the limelight, and talking about not getting lost in the world of beautiful people, where the only thing that really matters is what you look like, and I mean, Ed Sheeran ain't the best-looking dude. Right. Girls go crazy over him, but they do that over any dude with money. I mean... Hello. Look at Lil Yachty. Girls go crazy over him, and that's an ugly Hey, bro, you ain't never wanting to... You ain't never like, yo... You Who's know, still got I, beads in their hair like it's 2004? Bro, he's going for the Serena the Serena and Venus look from the uh, early 90s. What do you mean? Like... <laughs> anyways... Mean, like, but <laughs> this was a... I, I really enjoyed this song, the music video for it. Uh, the video was dope. The video tied in well, showed like all the famous parties rich people things like you think you want but then two normal average looking people like we are and how much they stand out surrounded by beautiful people right see what i did there <laughs> yeah. the dope green lambo and shit it was like a um what's that nice white hummer and everything just yeah, all this old hummer too dope parties and shit you know what i'm saying she was, I mean, it was a really dope video or whatever. Like, There's some good-looking girls in it. Oh, <laughs> nigga, of course. <laughs> it's like, yo, I was like, yo, it was just funny seeing, like, these two, what I would say, like, yo, looking librarian people and shit. And then just around, but, like, you know, Austin said, like, dopefully and everything, Like it matched the video. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I mean, the two main characters, if you will, of the video aren't Ed Sheeran and Khalid, even close. They're popping up in the background every now and then, but right. the video focuses on these very plain Jane, normal, average people right. surrounded by supermodels on yachts and private jets and everything. And it blatantly obvious that they don't fit in. Right. Which, also too, this is what I said, like, okay, we're going to get there and everything because I want to talk about this and I want to save it for the pot. Um... Dope track, we're gonna get you know, but as far as songs called "Beautiful People," as is two other ones that's popping in my head or whatever, and if we're just doing it, Ed Sheeran's probably third on the list of as far of it. Number one, Prince, the "Beautiful People" off the Purple Rain album. Nothing's gonna top Prince. Yeah. Two, 
I don't care, and I know you gonna look at it, and you got to go back and listen to it after this or whatever, bro. I'm gonna have to. Chris Brown, the beautiful people. I know I've heard it. It's just been a long. Time. You remember the fucking that was the video and shit with him and um the the cat daddy dudes or whatever. They was riding around on the fucking <laughs> um, razor scooters. You know you're not ringing the bell here. The, the everywhere, every that that doing. Nope. Nope. I'm gonna I'm play. Bell's quiet here, Mook. <laughs> We're gonna play. I'm gonna play the video afterward. You can be like, oh yeah, okay. But as probably far so. as beautiful people and shit, it's probably the third one or whatever on the list or whatever. As far as first who popped my head, but yeah, Prince, the beautiful people off the fucking Purple Rain album. If if you don't know that, go back and do your research or whatever. Please, you're gonna enjoy. It. It's incredible. Like yo. Um, yeah, on the track two, it was a good finishing up with beautiful people. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a great starting point for the album. I feel like because oh, yeah. the al- the album's looking at it here, the way it's set up is it's the first few songs are kind of poppy, and this one yeah was a good lead into those. Right. It's so a track two, man. <laughs> I knew it was coming up. I knew it was coming up or whatever, because, like, I'm going to get to that. Track two, South of the Border, featuring Camilla Cabela. Did I say it right? Sounds good enough to me. Okay. Featuring her and Cardi B. Barty. Barty gang. Gang, gang. All this or whatever. Cardi B's trash, and I want you all to know this. Hey, bro. You're not gonna like it's it's crazy for me as like a loving hip hop fan or whatever to see where she was literally a couple of years ago to where she's at now being this globe. Are you heard me, nigga? Global superstar. I mean, look, Cardi B is. Uh, she I'm has, just gonna say Austin, she, hate, Austin, Austin hates women. You don't you don't like women. Okay, I'm, I'm about so to go ahead and slam the again name. To, you don't like, like women. No, Camille <laughs> you Cabello. Hate, you hate females. <laughs> look, I'm gonna talk about Camille Cabello. You look at that Havana music video. I know you ain't seen. She's fine. Oh she, no! Well, she killed this record too, and she did great on this. Yeah, she killed this. And record. so I'm, I hate to say it, Cardi's verses were pretty. Her verse was pretty solid on this. Song. Okay, so like for example. The dude that writes her drink, Partisan Fontaine or whatever. Like, I literally, like, that's why I wrote down the notes. Partisan killed another verse or whatever. It wasn't as grimy as what I was expecting with a name like South of the Border. But it gave me kind of like, yo, you know, I'm into my commercial shit or whatever. Atlantic Records and everything. It's going to be something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know you said not grimy, but let's be real. You listen to the song, you quickly figure out that South of the Border is definitely an innuendo for that, like that's why I was expecting, like you know, I was there expecting Cardi come in or whatever, tell that nigga to get down, eat it from the back, like type shit. You know what I'm saying? This is still Ed Sheeran. His main, <laughs> oh yeah, his, his main audience, audience his is audience not isn't the type. Yeah, his audience isn't the type of shit. I'm just gonna be like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I will say, Cardi B did. Hey, white people that, way nastier than us. I don't know what y'all talking about. Y'all be doing I some mean, wild shit. Y'all in the scat and shit. I mean, when you as vanilla as white people are, you have to branch out, but. I think our good friend Keto's, uh, he's definitely seen that scat stuff before. Oh, God. But, I mean, Cardi B did mention that Ed does apparently have jungle fever. Mr. Sheeran has the jungle fever. Hey, man, you know, everything is love, right? We keep saying it, or whatever. Hove and B try to tell y'all, or whatever. And I'm about to break the fourth wall right here, or whatever. Someone literally just walked in the studio. One, <laughs> one... <laughs> 100 D Marketo. Yo, even when I'm not on the track, I'm on the track. What I have to tell y'all. Ooh. Mm. 
Oh God! Let it be known, Hunter walked into the room with his balls out. Jesus, it got real white boy, man. I'm like, we can't even do any cohesion and shit. You can't have. You can't. You can't if you go get on a mic, come get on a mic, but damn. You can't have two guys in a room and Hunter walk in and his testicles be put away. Jesus Christ. Unfortunately, that's the cold, sad reality of In my life. defense, my broke ass is over here to do laundry. So Jesus Christ. You know why I'm Disgracing the studio, man. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> this is fair. But no, so back, back to south of the border, though. Back, back to south of the border, track two. Let's go. One thing I didn't like about it is it felt like the... And not necessarily this album, but it felt like a token song to jump on this Spanish wave that uh, Despacito really started. Like, hey, bro, if there's an audience out if there, I had whatever, jump di- on it, I guess. If I had a dime for every white person I've seen going, and saying, I'm singing Despacito. Didn't Justin Bieber jump on the remix? Probably, but he's irrelevant. He's Canadian. We'll get into Biebs later. Yeah, he's on a track here later that if you've turn to any radio station at all you've heard so. also too which i'll be saying like yo if you still listen to the radio in 2019 what the fuck you doing who don't have an ox score who don't got bluetooth sometimes, it's ox me later nigga what you mean sometimes people run out of data go fuck yourself this is my life right now in 2019 <laughs> i am out of data and at&t blows <laughs> you go with this you go with this one man yeah I, I think that's all that needs to be said about south of the border kind of dirty a lot of innuendo right. if you don't like cardi b you won't like this song Hey, she she killed this shit. Niggas, niggas, niggas cap. Camilla Cabello is cap. hotter than Cardi B. <laughs> New shit. Uh, track three, Cross Me, featuring Chance the Rapper and PNB Rock. Um, I ain't gonna lie, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on this because I know you said you weren't. Like, I didn't you like felt Chance. I didn't but, like it. Also, so, Chance. Um, we're we're recording this the day after Chance just dropped his. Is it quote unquote debut album? Yeah, I guess, I guess you'd call it that. I have not listened to it or whatever, and shout out my nigga Marcus. He said, I'm not listening to a, a record where, like, a track up there is called Hot Shower. That sound gay. <laughs> <laughs> also, disclaimer, we have nothing against homosexuals or no, anything. Just saying. Everything's love, man. We done said it, but, like, Hot Shower. But anyway, this, this track, um, I don't know if Mook's going to have the same opinion but i told yeah. him this and i've told other people this i get a backstreet boys vibe off this from the chorus where all three of them are singing at the same time and the boy the instrumental is it really well chance like is trying to be trying a to... fucking backstreet boy and shit with these new cheeto commercials and shit this is fair and not to mention we can go all the way back to the halloween Kit Kat commercials if we really want to go there with chance but I'm not going to slander Chance because I like. Oh, no, his no, songs, it's, it's so no like slander. Get... It's no slander. It's just not my cup of tea. Chance the rapper is not my cup of tea. Like I listened to that coloring books joint. It was cool, but like, would I just go back? It's a no for me though. I I think this pains me to say, and we'll get back. Ke- to Kettle's, Ed Kettle's looking at me and say he said his cap. We'll get back to Ed Sheeran in just a second. But it pains <laughs> me to say this, but I almost feel like Chance the rapper is better as a feature. Um, you, you talking I about have multiple artists I feel this way about. But I, I agree. I feel like Chance is better as a feature rapper. I haven't listened to much of Two Chainz solo stuff, but hey, that shit Two Chainz. I haven't heard a Two Chainz feature. I haven't fucked with. I think he's right. another good example of a, fe- a feature rapper. Right. But that's that's just my opinion. 
Hey, bro. And that's, that's all this podcast is, is opinion. Don't bite so, your tongue, bro. Speak it. Come on. But when it comes to Cross Me, yeah. this is a song my girlfriend really likes. If only because of the part where Chance says, you have to respect the HBIC. If y'all don't, <laughs> if y'all don't know, that means head bitch in charge. I feel like anybody listening to this podcast has enough cultural knowledge to know Hello, what HBIC means. Yeah. But Chance stating that, and my girlfriend loves that line because she used to call herself that when she was the manager at uh, the store she worked at. Oh, but Jesus. that said, the music video for this was very conceptual and well done. Mocap suit. Yeah, it had a, like a ballet dancer in a mocap suit. And they, if y'all don't know, a mocap suit, that's how they do like animated films and video games. And like, so she's dancing, but they're putting in over her Chance the Rapper, Ed Sheeran, and Pete. P.A.B. Uh, Rock. Yeah, Peanut Butter and Jelly Rock. Jesus. But, uh, <laughs> yo, yo. Oh, oh God. Austin with the hot takes. But, no, P.A.B. Oh. Rock did great on this hook. I don't know. I, I like this him, hook. I like this hook. I, I vibed with the hook. He, he did like, great. Like, for example, like, uh, like, this is a question. Do you listen to P.A.B. Rock? Have you ever heard of P.A.B. Rock track? I've heard of him, yeah. but I haven't listened to much of Honestly, him. Honestly, right here on this shit, this is his lane. Like, I don't know about, like, like I'm going to say I, know, I don't know about, but, like, when he's, like, the... Is his song? I'm like, eh. But as far as like hopping on and doing a hook, yeah, I think that's I think lane. he did really well on lane. this song. Chances verse was pretty solid. I'll go ahead and be honest. I've had this song in my playlist too, and I didn't realize that Chances verse wasn't PNB rock until I saw the music video for it. Yeah, because <laughs> it didn't sound like Chance to me. But the music video just really cool vibes. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, It'd be one of those videos where it's still enjoyable without the song. The only weird thing was seeing Chance the Rapper dance ballet with a woman's flexibility when you know good and damn well this man from <laughs> Chicago ain't got it. Gang. But, but I mean, it, I rated this song, like, I rated each song individually. I gave this one a 7 out of 10 just because it bumps pretty good in the car. And it's a pretty good, like, just riding around song, driving somewhere song. Uh-huh. But if I'm trying to get hyped to go downtown, nope, <laughs> no, nope. there better be a bunch Skip. of white girls at this party if this song is coming on. Yeah, well, they're gonna like it. I'm gonna be like, like if this was a bunch of dudes getting ready to go downtown on a bachelor uh, bachelor party, and this song came on, yeah, I'm asking a whole lot of questions and probably not going with them. Yo, dead ass. That's that's gonna be one of the shits or whatever. When they're like, "Yo, move, take the ox or whatever," and I'm just like, "Y'all don't listen to the shit. I listen to whatever." And they want to hear shit like this, and I'm like, "So y'all want to talk about?" Like me and my RB kick and shit or whatever, but y'all want to listen to next track. Enough about this song. Uh, let's let let's so the next track move next back, track. back to London. Wait, before I know before, you've got some thoughts. Yes, on before, before okay, this is literally I, I we were listening to the album and I stopped after track three and I said, "Bruh, I'm scared." He's like, "What you mean?" I was like, "I this shit cool right now, but I'm not impressed yet. Like, I want to like this album, whatever." Track four comes on. Take Me Back to London featuring Stormzy. The first of like three British rappers on this. <sighs> okay, first name. I can't take a dude with a British accent rapping hard too. Wait, wait, wait. Well, but, I'm, get, I'm, getting, I'm getting into there. I'm getting there. When this shit came on, I said, oh, okay. Stormzy was nothing what I was expecting or whatever. I was like, yo, Drake, what the fuck was this nigga had on more life for? He came in there with the, how the fuck the, like, the, the nigga don't know about it. Like, he came in snapping. I was like, 
was like, wait a second here now. With, with a name like Stormzy, I honestly expected it to be like an EDM track with just yeah. Ed vocals. Fact. I didn't realize he was a rapper. He, he I told you, he, he dead ass could have been on More Life. Like, he came in with that, you know, the UK vibes and all that. Yeah, like the Jamaican shit. UK shit. Oh, it was hard, I thought, though. Yeah. I was but like... Ed Sheeran rapped on the song. I want to say that again in case you didn't hear me right yeah. or you think you He didn't. raps a lot on this album, low-key. Ed Sheeran rapped on this song. And personally, I didn't think it was awful. It was okay, it wasn't awful, but it gave me the vibes of people who like listen to like kind of just shit, not even any. If you listen to any Dr. Dre or whatever, he sounds like the person that wrote the rhyme. Like for example, when Jay-Z writes it, it sounds like Jay-Z. When Kendrick writes it, like the whole Compton album, it sounds like a Kendrick, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it was wrote my you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a J. Cole album, you can tell. Right, that like him. whenever he's doing that or whatever, it's like, okay, you know, he's he sounds like that guy. I felt like Ed was sounding like Stormzy. Did you and, get that vibe? Yeah, I felt like Ed didn't now I don't know. Ed could have actually written his lyrics. For the oh no no I feel, I feel like I, mean, I feel like Ed, Ed written this because yeah. I feel like I, I heard, well, he's a great songwriter I feel like everything up here is probably his his pen but I felt like if I said oh this is a Stormzy track featuring Ed Sheeran you would have believed me yeah that's fair the um, hook though the hook though I was fucking with the hook I want to ask you this because I didn't mention this earlier when we listened yeah what kind of vibes did you get from the hook like what other artists did that kind of remind you of I told you it was giving me well. I feel like you have an answer, but I it this oh, was I giving did. me like a it gave me a more life deep cut. I got these paper notes right here. Hey, I man. got the answer ready. What's up? Uh to me the hook reminded me a lot of Timberlake. Mm. This whole song gave me a Timberlake and Timberland vibe. Right. Like uh if Timberland was British, this would be like right in his lane. But the hook had like a straight up jet taken off in the sky. Yeah. Like a very choppy flow that Timberlake has done before on some of his songs. And I really enjoyed it for that. I, I thought that sounded good. I'm, I'm glad this song hit when it hit because literally I was just thinking, I'm not going to like this album. And he said, hold my beer, bitch. <laughs> like he came and was like, okay. This is the first song out of all of these, I think, that I started noticing Ed making references to possible possibly using drugs or smoking weed or anything like that. Oh yeah, it's like nigga, I'm I'm rich, I'm like, fucked up. Because he said jet taking off in the sky, something I can't half remember. Something something yeah. getting high. And there's a couple other songs on here where he talks about uh smoking. Which I mean, ain't nothing wrong with smoking weed. I don't have a problem with it. I it's just funny thinking about Ed Sheeran smoking. Legalized weed twenty twenty. But a ginger dude with biker tats from Ireland, like it's not your first picture when you think smoking weed. Bro, I told you everybody smokes, man. But I really, I, I think this song uh, definitely redeemed it from Mook. It yeah. Was, it was interesting for me because it was one of the first ones I had, I hadn't heard this one yet. I rated this one like 8 out of 10 because, I mean, the beat was great. Right. Uh, I kind of, going back to Beautiful People, it had the same kind of remembering who you are and where you're from yeah. message to it. Um and I enjoy that in music because you should never forget who you are truly. Hey, bro, we check Austin out with the gems, baby. I see you. I can go deep, hey. just not in bed. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> on to the next track. Next track, um, track five. Woo! <laughs> oh boy, here we go, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna go in right quick, or whatever. Unless you want to go first, bro. I want to hear what you have to say. Right. I got my own thoughts on this. 
track five, best part of me featuring Yaba. I think I said that right. I don't know. You can y'all can tell me or whatever. The first note I wrote for this shit was Ed found his guitar and that nigga sucked me into my feelings. Like I was I like, like what? In <laughs> he came with the love, he came with the love ballad. He was like, yo, I love the self realization or whatever because like we were just talking about this shit or whatever. A lot of women or whatever they out here just want to talk about how dudes is trash and everything, but they don't ever want to say, oh, you know, it was me. It's like, oh, I know I'm not shit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm keeping it a buck. Yeah, and but you bring out the best in me. I'm like this. <laughs> like word for word, the lyrics are the best part of me is you. Mm. This song's slow, melodic. You can tell it's it's more acoustically done. Yeah, it really. I thought he found his guitar. He's like yeah, the, the guitar this, was lost. He said, "Oh, let me get in my bag." This like, this was his bag. This you, is like what you said at the very beginning. This is what I know Ed Sheeran. This was like exactly. that shit or whatever, bro. Like you can't have an Ed Sheeran album without having the wedding song on there. And this is that wedding song. That's what I was going to say. This like, is a, you said it in the moment, and I loved it. I was like, oh, bro, you're right. You're like, yo, this is going to be played at every wedding. I'm like, yes, nigga, this, you better go off real quick, bro. This is, without a doubt, a first dance song because it has the guy's perspective talking about she loves me and I can't believe it. Why the hell does she love me? And then the second verse is Yabba, which is a woman singing, yeah. and she's echoing the same sentiments. So... I thought she was real cool. Like honestly, it, I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to say anything bad about her or whatever. I thought what she like contributed to the track was dope. But like if the whole song was Ed, I wouldn't have been mad. But like we said, like the project, it's all collaborations and everything. This is fair. I but her background vocals towards the end of the track too, I could tell that was her instead of Ed or whatever. Them shit was slapping. Yeah, I was she, like, Yo. she killed it. She did great on this song. It fit. I don't know much about her. Yeah, I might have to look some shit up because this uh, is pretty dope. To me, this song was right in her lane, fit her style perfect. But uh. Trying not to burp here, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but I, some of the notes I wrote. This is classic Ed Sheeran. When you ask ninety percent of the population, name an Ed Sheeran song, they're going to name something that sounds similar to this. Thanks. Thinking out loud, uh, shit. I can't remember the other ones, but you know what I mean. His uh, slow songs that this is this is his sound this is him you know what i'm saying yeah it's this is bre- staple i said it when we watch it this is his bread and butter this uh, is uh, facts these are the songs he's remembered for because 30 years from now when there's a wedding and they want a classic song for the first dance or the walk down the aisle these are what you'll hear and that's the like yo time like music like that and songs like this or whatever live on forever you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, like dope record, man. Just dope record. Like I told you, this is when I started to realize. I'm like, oh, this nigga getting me back. Like I feel bad for even like thinking I won't gonna like this. Hold up. Made you doubt. Made you doubt yourself. That's. Uh... I told you. He literally was like, oh, hold my beer. I'm here, man. Track six, yo. I don't care. Featuring Justin Bieber. Go no. ahead. No, uh, go ahead because I have some thoughts. But I was say you're the one that said uh, you were a little excited for this. One. I was excited because like, I heard people losing. I saw people on Twitter losing their mind, like "Yo, Beebs and and Ed Sheeran," and I was like, oh, "Okay." Well, I, I didn't just go rush to listen because, like, no offense, not really the biggest Beebs fan or whatever. Like, nothing against him, just not my wave. And, and Ed Sheeran's not exactly in your playlist. Like, don't yeah, it's like I don't want to get in my feels. That's why yeah. like, I, I didn't think Ed was giving me like this. So like, listening to this album is amazing because I'm. I'm realizing he has multiple sounds or whatever which i i really enjoy but 
Okay, him and Biebs or whatever. I'm expecting like this like R and B clinic, you know what I'm saying? But like with a name like I don't care, I'm like, okay, this is gonna be kind of more of like a banger type joint. And when before we played this song, you had yeah. to get up and make a drink. Yeah. You told me how hype you were for it, and I told you, I don't think this is gonna be what you think this is. Right. And the reason for that being with a name like I don't care Facts. <laughs> that can go like that makes you think this song's definitely gonna be like a fuck the world style song right and it is far far from that this is a lot closer to his bread and butter and this was one like this was like you know this was a track we like watched and listened to the video at the same time and everything and like the whole song is pretty much just like yo it talks about being an outsider and shit and then beeps just like yeah you know what i'm saying y'all did all this shit with me or whatever but fuck it you know what i'm saying but yeah it, it was like i mean i feel like they had really great chemistry yeah, I think uh, they're. This is both of their. This is in both of their wheelhouses. Yeah, forgive the stutter, uh, but this is a type of song that goes well with both of them. I only thing I wrote for it is poppy love shit. Yeah, because uh, it's I don't care when I'm with my baby. Yeah, so it's it's kind of. You want to talk about the video? The video was good. I thought the video was uh, the hilarious. The video was on drugs, but it was good. Yeah, you got to go watch the video with this one, man. Like, it was just in there. You could tell it was just a fun-ass time or whatever. Green screen crazy. You know, like, it was like, it it, it, it was a lot going on. There. You just got to watch it and laugh your ass off or whatever. Funniest shit ever. I told Austin, like, right around his birthday and Halloween, we got to get you a ice cream soup. I don't remember this conversation, but it doesn't sound like something that, uh, it's far from the truth. No, we're, we're getting you an ice cream suit. And we're going to be wasted and everything, and we're just going to walk around and look at you in an ice cream suit. I'm not putting an ice cream suit. But if I should, if niggas will get it or whatever, like, if y'all get it, I will wear a giant banana. If you're no, the you banana. You need to wear a giant banana. Oh. I was saying you should be the banana, and I'll dress up in a gorilla costume and chase you around downtown. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll just run around Greenville like that. We'll get laughs. People will laugh. Oh, well, people will laugh or whatever, but God bless. People will laugh at anything. I'm done. They will laugh at absolutely anything. You know why I want to do the banana or whatever. I think that would just be hilarious. Because you can't technically do the banana. You you will get in trouble. We're not going to get in that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, that's fair. <laughs> We're going to let that is, one be. This is um, kind of goes hand in hand with Beautiful People. It's your generic radio song. Yeah. It doesn't have as much I mean, of a message as Beautiful People. It's Ed Sheeran and Beebs. That shit's going to go like fucking... It's, it's going to get listens just off that. Like, not trying to sound like a hipster, but... Mook's 100% right here. Yeah. Ed Sheeran and Bieber, I can name four people, five people off the top of my head that would listen to a song just because those top names were in the track list. Because look, think about it. Like, the last two the last two records or whatever, Stormzy and fucking Yaba, like, we didn't know who the hell they were. You get the Biebs, it's like, okay, that's the artist I already know, whatever. I can go ahead and jump right on it. You know what I'm saying? But I do love the fact that whatever, I was going to get in that later on, and even with those two artists, I love the fact he got, like, a bunch of people we probably would never listen to whatever. And they're probably going to blow up off this. Like, think about it. We already want to check out, like, their music just off being on Ed's album. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Well, the next song here is another one with, uh, another one with, obviously, it's a collab album. I'm going to go ahead and say, because remember I told you, I was like, when it comes, go ahead and bring it up, bro. This This is is a big name. This is my favorite record on here, whatever. Track 7, Antisocial, featuring Stormy's daddy, Travis Scott. And this we don't mean shit, Stormy the Rapper. 
<laughs> Stormy. If, 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 if y'all know Queen Radio and y'all know Nicki Minaj and that little rant she had, that's how she was dressing it. Travis and everything was cheating and they brought Stormy out. Queen Radio, okay? Okay, yo. Okay, you guys. Force wall breaking again. Kettles over here passed out on my Nicki Minaj impression. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. So Mook hadn't heard any of this album going into Mm -mm. this. I sent him this track two weeks ago, and And I meant to listen, but never got around to it. But I mean, Mook's a busy man. He's got a full time job and. All that fun shit. That and goes editing with it, all but. of these. This is self-contained, you guys. No, so I don't have. I'm not that big. He really got two full-time jobs, and one of them's voluntary for you guys. Yeah, so dope that's, shit. That's bro. why I'm helping here because I know Mook don't know shit about Ed Sheeran. No, and I, like I said, he hasn't made a song I don't like yet. So, but this song I sent to him because I was like. It took me back to the high school days where Mook Ugh. was trying to rap. Let's, let's talk about I it. I say trying, where Mook was rapping. Yeah. And uh, he, he hey. great. If you haven't looked up his, heard his hey. songs, find his YouTube. But hey. Classic. Classic uh, shit, man. I heard this one, and the beat immediately made me think of him. I'm going to let you get all your stuff out, because when I go, I'm going to fucking take off. Yeah. So, instrumental was fantastic. Absolute yes. banger. Like, this is one you'll hear in the club, you can hear in a pregame, and it fits right in with all the other tracks. Uh, another song where he talks about maybe smoking some, one of the lyrics is, don't give a damn, I'm about to smoke here. The music video was kind of... I thought it was hilarious. The music video was hilarious. It had some more green screen It starts off with stuff. fucking Travis having Ed in the damn um, headlock. Yeah, so that should tell you all you need to know about the video. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it's three and a half minutes and you're not wasting time. I Go said it was five it. seconds in, we got our first Travis. Yeah. Yeah, didn't take long for that. But <laughs> it was five seconds in and we already got a Trav ad lib. I was like, oh, we're about to turn. But I had a couple, couple more thoughts on it. I'm going to let Mook go off. Uh, oh, in man. the music video, there's a part where Ed's in his own version of the Pope Mobile with like the glass around him. Speak we'll call it. this the Ed Mobile. And, uh, Small blue birds are attacking the Edmobile and breaking through the glass or trying to and getting stuck. Only thing I thought of when I saw it was this man's ignoring all y'all's tweets. Stop trying to tweet at him to come sing at your damn wedding. He's not doing it. Damn. Uh, and then the last thing I had for it was the only thing I can take away from the song that I didn't like too much, the chorus is very plain and repetitive, yeah. just saying don't touch me over and over again. Which, if you <laughs> if you Christ. listen to the song, it makes sense with it. But I just felt like more could have been done there, knowing Ed Sheeran's talent with hooks. With that said, Mookie rant incoming. I hate this thing so much. <laughs> okay, okay, just so y'all know, Keto in the room. I said uh, the best chorus. The entire is, vibe I said the chorus is "Don't touch me," and he said, "Then don't go to Penn State." Hey, Jesus fuck Christ! Sandusky, first of all, I'm doing uh, for the kids. Well, they did too. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first thing I wrote, I heard this beat, and I said, "Yo," <laughs> I just kind of had a little giggle, like not even a chuckle, a giggle, nigga. You hear me? <sighs> the next thing. Video was really dope or whatever. Even though, even though, even though 
this is one of the rare occasions where I think the first time actually or whatever I think it's the first time I'm recording outside of the normal studio um so there's not a so this episode technically isn't featuring Coco Ed Sharon in the video has a little Pomeranian I'm like I've been telling you this since Trinidad James niggas have been trying to steal my vibe with the little dogs I was the first one out here with the little dogs how long has this been bro it's been a while. Coco been around 2015. And before that was Miss Mary. And, that, that, and I had, shit, what, what year was that? We talking. Are you going all the way back till we met, to when we met. 2005? So, six, seven, six, somewhere in there. Like, yeah. Niggas trying to steal my vibe with the little dogs, man. And I'm not here for it. This is That's all jokes. But at the same time, whatever. Just Ed because Sharon, they can use the little dog to get pussy and you can't don't mean shit. Hey, hey bro, coach. Y'all, y'all better put some respect on Coco's name. Don't get it fucked up. Oh, Coco the stallion out here. Don't get it twisted, nigga. Anyways. Smallest stallion I've ever Ed, Chill out. <laughs> Ed, Ed Sharon's rapping wasn't bad on this record. It was okay. It was like, you know. But Trav, Trav gave me everything I wanted. Like, I saw him as a feature. I'm like, I just, I need, you know what I'm saying? I, Trav ain't missing right now. Trav is not missing right now. Like, it's few people where, like, I go through the entire albums, just whatever. I go through a whole Trav album or whatever, and even the tracks I'm not fucking with the most or whatever, I'm like, it's still fucking Knox or whatever. I, I'm, t- <laughs> I'm telling you, I named an entire football league in fantasy, like, a couple of years ago, Birds in the Trap scene McKnight, and only people that know hip-hop knew what the hell I was talking about. Trav Another thing you can talk about with this song is... Even featuring Travis Scott and yeah. knowing most of his normal music. Right. This song, there's only one version. There's a clean. The song's clean. There's Ooh. no cursing or anything. Now, I didn't he, think of that. Now, Ed Sheeran does say fuck in the music video. That's pretty, hilarious. That was he funny. Says, like, he got, he got stung, it, he got stung in the eye by fucking beat? something. But the whole song in itself is clean. You can play this around kids and not have to worry about it. That's, see, that's dope, too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Me with but, little nieces and everything, yeah. Because that caught me off guard when I first downloaded it. I was like, "Oh shit, I got the clean version." I was like, "Oh well, fuck, that's the only version." Okay. Next record, bro. All right, so now we're going to the double platinum. Remember my name. <laughs> the name. Track eight. Remember the name. Featured Fifty Cent and Eminem. So we're going through the track list and everything, and I'm still hype, jumping around after antisocial and shit, and I see. 50 Cent and Eminem, and I say, what in the fuck are we about to get, yo? I did learn this about Eminem. He's got a weird obsession with skinny jeans. His <laughs> skinny ver- jeans. Half, <laughs> half his verse is talking about how if rap game was skinny jeans, he wouldn't fit in or something to that effect. I mean, you know, generic Eminem. Spaghetti, rap. spaghetti, spaghetti. I yeah, mean. you got it. <laughs> but, but I, mean, I looked at Moot during this song, and I was like, if you'd have told me... The day before this album, this song dropped two, three weeks ago. Yeah. That you and I would be listening to a song with 50 Cent and Ed Sheeran on it, and right. it would be halfway relevant. Yeah. I would have laughed you out of the fucking town. Oh, fat, bro. The entire thing I'm going to say is just like, <sighs> I felt like Ed was like, I'm getting my idols that I fucked with or whatever on this record. And I've been waiting to get this shit off or whatever. His bars won't bad or whatever, but I feel like I, like he's been holding on to that shit, bro. I was here for it. Like, I well, liked it. As far as like the rapping shit or whatever, I think this is probably my favorite or whatever. If you listen rapping. to this shit on Spotify, you know how Spotify has like the story behind the lyrics bullshit at the bottom or whatever? Yeah. Uh, 
like Ed Sheeran actually says, ever since he started making music, Eminem and Fifty Cent are two of the people he'd wanted to make a song with, and mm. he was able to do it on the same song. That's amazing. So, this is one of those chase your dreams, even if they sound stupid because they are. Like trying to bring Fifty Cent back in 2019. Let's just let Fifty trash Mike Tyson on Instagram, and that be yeah. The let let, let Fifty go out here and trash everybody. Whatever. I think Power's about to drop its like newest season or whatever. You know. He, even Ed Sheeran's verse had more flow with this instrumental than 50's. But I'm not gonna lie though. Fifty was. I'm not gonna say we now. Fifty's not ever going back to where he was or whatever. But it wasn't a bad Fifty verse. It wasn't a bad M verse. I mean, you know, what Fifty I'm on the hook was really good. I like Fifty on any hook, bro. Fifty can kill a hook. And Fifty this, on any hook. He's been doing no this different. since what? Oh three. This song's no different. Fifty did great on the hook. The verse left a lot to be asked for, but uh. I think I wrote down or whatever. I was like dead ass. Like fifty was giving me like the the, the Curtis album, the joint that went head to head with um with graduation with Kanye's joint. It gave me like a filler track or whatever. It was like yo, it's not the best joint or whatever, but like just a song to put on the album real quick or whatever. You know whatever. Yeah. It gave me like that type vibe. Like, I ain't releasing this as a single. Nah, hell. and you're gonna have to buy the album to get the bonus track that this is. Right. But so if you still go in Fye or. Whether, wherever the fuck else sells CDs and buy physical CDs, you might hear this song. Yeah. But coming on an Ed Sheeran album as the title song, or as a title song, that's not a bonus, it's just there. Mm-hmm. I think it left some to be asked for, but not a whole lot. No. I mean, it, it was a solid song for what it was. Right. But let's go ahead and get to the next one, because... Mook's got thoughts on that. I sure as fuck don't. Yeah, you didn't like this. He didn't like this track. Um, track nine, Feels, with Jay Huss and Young Thugger Thugger. You want to go first since you ain't got that much? Because I got to love it. The song was all right. Mm-hmm. It's my lowest, least liked song on this whole album. But Young Thug did okay. Yeah. It's... Ed did his thing, writing, singing the hook. I right. think he had a verse, maybe, after Young Thugs, but nothing super memorable to me. Right. Uh, kind of a... I mean, the title is Feels, and that's what it's about. It's talking about how you feel about whatever chick it is he's talking about. Yeah. And that's really all I had for it. All I wrote down was, I'm not really feeling it. So... <laughs> Irony right jokes. there. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, bro. I fuck with this shit. I would love to know why. Okay. Literally, I wrote down in this order, too. I was like, yo, this beat, it wasn't what I was expecting. It was interesting at all. I, I'm like, okay, I don't know who Jay Huss is. Young Thug, I'm like, okay. Still don't. Thug did exactly what I want him to do. He came in singing. I'm like, you got it. Like, it's, it's, it's you and Ed. You got to sing whatever. Yo, this shit crazy, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because at first, I was like, okay, whatever. Thug went up there. He was doing his singing and shit. Ed and Thug was whatever. As wild as it sounds... I don't know who Jay Huss is, and I'm not gonna say out here like yo. I'm about to go like check out some Jay Huss. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Was this another British dude? No. Oh. Okay. It, I don't. I can't remember if he was a British dude, but he came in being a straight bad man. I mean, he came in there. That was turned that Nigga don't know like those all. Like he came in snapping, and then this shit turned into a fucking dance hall record. Which Rihanna needs to go ahead and drop that dance hall shit. That's the whole vibes and everything flow Drake's been on lately and all that kind of stuff. That's why I'm like, yo, I don't know how you don't like this record or whatever. I loved Dancehall since it's been reintroduced or whatever because I wasn't obviously clearly in the Dancehall like that coming up and shit. But 
thought this track was on. I, I like that a lot. I think you tripping. I mean it. I mean, oh, it, it's just not your sound. But I, mean, I, I, like I, I said, fought with it. Like I said, he still hasn't made a song I didn't like. Yes, yes. I don't not like this song. Yeah, it's just not worthy enough to me to get thrown in a playlist. Mm. Like if this oh. showed up in a Spotify shuffle or something, I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, but it, I'm not putting it in my own playlist. Right. That's, I mean, I really have nothing else on that one. It just yeah, wasn't. I mean, I, I said what I got to say to whatever, but like, yeah, I, I'm ready to go back and re-listen or whatever because like, it almost feels like two different tracks because like the second part of it, when Jay Huss comes in and shit, and like it just literally turned into like dance hall. And I'm like, if I would have told you Ed Sheeran got a, a dance hall record, you would look like I'm crazy, yo. Um, Ed Sheeran's a very, uh, very talented guy, and I mean, he made this album is a prime example of yes. all the different lanes he can jump in and not be getting past. Uh, this is I one of the tracks where, like, I told you sometimes, like, it's no disrespect to Ed or whatever, but I feel like sometimes he was the weakest link on his own joint. You know what I'm saying? This I is one of the records for me. I can agree with that. It honestly would have been better if Ed didn't have a verse. He just sang the hook. But, I mean, I'm over this song. Yeah. I, I don't feel like talking about it anymore because yeah. it's just not that <laughs> remarkable to me. But uh, the next one's called Put It Put It On Me, something like that. Put It All On Me, Put track 10, on me. featuring Ella May. You blanked out and forgot who Ella May was. I really did. Um, and I'm like, I'm not bro, ashamed boot up. He was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, boot up. Yeah. I, she's dope. She's really dope. <laughs> and she did great on this track. Bro, um, she, she snapped. I need, bro, I told you. We was getting to a point or whatever. I was like, okay, whatever and everything. We hadn't really had anything kind of really, really R&B. Before it since track five, you know, the joint with Yabba. That's coming up though. But she can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it this got me back in the RB joint, like you know, what I'm saying it was like, okay, yeah, this is it. Like, like her and Ed, I feel like yo, they could do some shit or whatever because like they're singers at the end of the day. And Ella May came, bro, <laughs> she, she did her thing. I like this record, yeah. Uh, this was cool. I gave this, I gave this one like seven out of ten just for how I did my scoring and. Mm-hmm. The only thing I really wrote down is that it's vibing music. Like yeah, this, yeah. This isn't pregame music. This isn't club music. This, this is just, you, you in the car and shit. You in the car just cruising around, sitting around. Maybe you studying and have something on in the background. Like It's just chill music. It's not anything fancy or spectacular. It's just there. It's background music. Damn, not background over. Well, I mean, I mean that as lovingly as possible. Right. Like, I, Technically, any music when you drive is background music because it's not the primary thing you're doing. But I just to the to me this was a good song, but it was one that like it doesn't have a special category. It's just a song on the album. Keto just got up and looked at Austin like and gave him the that's cat face. Yeah, he fi- he finally came out from under the bright pink blanket. He's <laughs> oh God! Spur. Fourth but. wall, you're breaking the fourth wall. Family <laughs> gosh. Um, uh, so I know you got a lot to say about this next track. So let's go ahead and hear it. Oh, the next one? Yeah. Unless no. you unless you ain't done with put it all on me. No, nah, nah, not this one. It's the one after this. I thought this was the one with her. No, no, no. That's next. That's next. Um, see, look, I said I said that whenever we got to this point over there, I was like, yo, we can go ahead and skip track eleven because I'm ready for well, fucking track fuck twelve track with her. 11? Track eleven was nothing on you featuring Dave. Oh, shit, I didn't and... even write that one down. <laughs> God dang! <laughs> this was a joint. This is a joint with um the Spanish, the, the Spanish light joint going on, and then the UK rapper. Yeah, and the UK rapper's got the most vanilla fucking name I've ever heard of. They're like, 
All right, guys, get ready for the musical stylings of Dave. <laughs> like this could have this dude's name could be the SpongeBob Talent Contest. Like, oh. I mean, literally, just I mean, and props to him if he's making money in UK. I don't really know because we got rid of them in 1776 and ain't fucking looked back. But Dave did pretty good. Uh, it, it like definitely okay. We don't know what. Um, we don't know what Paulo was saying. You know, we don't speak Spanish. And then Dave was whatever, you know, another UK rapper. But he was pretty dope. But like whatever yeah. was going on, like his flow, everything that was going on with Dave was pretty dope. Like, but Ed, Ed Ed shined on this shit. He did. He Ed did. went Ed went off. He did. And um kind of a sensual song, has a some innuendo in it. Yeah. Obviously with a name like <laughs> Nothing on You. Yeah. Uh he talks about how other girls have nothing on her, especially when she has nothing on her. So I mean, you kind of heard you've kind of heard that a million times in music. Like it's just uh, nothing new, right? Um, but at the same time, it's a good reimagining of a common thing. Anything left on that record, bro? I mean, I think the beat was all right. I can't remember right offhand, but it. it it fits in well with the other songs on this album. You guys still, still trying to get on that Spanish wave right. that white people that are listening to it can't understand. <laughs> you guys can't see right now. I'm giving Austin a face, man, because I'm like, this next track, track 12. I'm just going to let Mook talk on this because all I got to say is it was fire. I'm about to go off. Track 12, I don't want her money. Or your money. I don't want your money. Featuring her. So I look at Austin I said, yo, Hers on the next track. He's like, who is her? Like, you talking about Beyonce? He knows I'm, you know, I stand for my queen. Beehive all day. Luke, the kind of person to refer to Beyonce as her or she or just a pronoun. Expect me to know who he's talking about. <laughs> well, no, so. no, no. Well, not in this state because there's an actual art. It's her. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, you know, and I was like, yo, you don't know about her. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like, Trying to like, I'm I'm trying to explain. It. I was like, "Yo, no, she's a new like, not even new, because she's been out for a little while or whatever." She's just like, now she's really like, bro, she was nominated for a Grammy. I don't know if she won that shit, but she was nominated. Like, she did win. Yeah, she she won. Like, was it? I can't remember what it was. Was it best R&B album? It was something like that. It was something, yeah. yeah. I'm about to say, but she's let, now. I'm of the J Cole opinion of the yeah. Grammys. Rich people giving other rich people awards are meaningful. So. <laughs> but like, no, the thing, like, she, she's very good I'm job. You, that was a nice. She, she's really dope. I think she's like 21, 22 maybe. The voice really could have fooled me. She sounded older than she is. Cra- bruh, crazy. I got on her because she did a, uh, she did a, uh, what is it? Uh, you know Drake's track Jungle. Yes. She redid that. Shit's crazy, right? I told you, really amazing voice. She plays like fucking nine instruments or some shit. That's impressive in and of itself. But, bruh, I was like, okay, her, what's going on? Ed got back on his like rapping, singing joint or whatever. Didn't mind it up here or whatever and everything like this or whatever, okay? Did not mind it. I thought Ed was actually really good or whatever. I'm like, okay, so if he's doing this, does her have a whole singing part? You know what? Wasn't mad she didn't have a whole single part, but when I say she murdered this hook, I'm like, yo, anything her right now is just crazy. Well, she, she had her own verse. She did? Yeah, she had her own verse. Okay, yeah, Because right. this is another one kind of like uh, Best Part of Me where there's a yeah. male and a female perspective. Okay. Where Ed's talking about how like... Oh yeah, I, I don't want your money, right, yeah, okay. Ed's feeling insecure because he 
this you can tell this is a song from before he was famous. Yeah, is where he's thinking like before he had money like that. Talked about he was scared that the girl's parents or her would only think she's in. He's in it for the money. And you talking about her or her? The girl in the song. And then, <laughs> the, then hers out verse. Yeah, whatever. Uh, is basically saying. Her perspective is from after he's got money, saying, "I don't give a shit about your money. I just want your time." Right. I mean, it was good out. A good song. Great, uh, great song. Another one with good meaning. Bro, which what, what? And I and I wrote this too. Whatever. I'm like, yo, her her came in. She looked at the hook. She bit smacked it, and I was over here like about to get. I got my. He, he can tell you, I was getting my entire life. I think I fell Mook off the couch. Mook was 180 degrees laid out on the floor. Bro, I was like, I, I, I fucking love everything her right now. Man. Like when you say he was floored, it is literal and metaphorical. And then I love little shit like this or whatever. And I actually need to look up if it was her, like the artist that was doing this. But like middle way of the track. A fucking trumpet comes in, and that was—I mean, it just—it it was so perfect, and like, it just made the track even doper. I think trumpets have a lot of a uh, lot of place in music, yes, especially right. uh, hip hop and R and B style beats. Right, uh, Middle Child is almost all trumpet, except for the drum line and bass that's Gang. obviously electronic, and that song slaps. Right, like that's going to be a classic. I think trumpets need to be used a little more. Maybe They're, just maybe just uh, brass instruments in general, but. I, th- I think, like Mook said, uh, there's not much else to say about this song. It was, yeah, right. It was very I, I, good. Uh, I saw I, I saw LMA and I saw her and I was like, okay, those are probably the ones I'm going to be the hypest about because I feel like it's R&B people. They're going to match up the best with Ed. You know what I'm saying? And and they very they very much so did because Ed Ed rides that line between R&B and pop very right. well. Track thirteen. Um, one thousand nights featuring a boogie with the hoodie and Meek Millie. Another one like the Fifty Cent, where I never thought I would see these names on the same. <laughs> I need I, this. Gonna sound ignorant as shit. I need the video in like Philly with them on dirt on dirt bikes. Meek Ed just got Meek just got last, on probation. Ed Sheeran would last thirty seconds. Hey, bro, Meek just got on probation. What you mean? He got the chases. He'd okay, so he's lasting fifteen. But either way, Ed's not lasting long in Philly. <laughs> We can go to um I don't know I think it's Queens or somewhere in New York that's where A Boogie's from. Okay, yeah, I mean, was it's gentrified a, now, anyways. Yeah, I mean that's, <laughs> that's a fair fact. But, I mean Meek, I thought Meek, uh, and you made a good comment yeah. about this was you were we were both very interested to see how he would do because the beat like this. the this beat was like a, yo it was giving me super like I can hear just white girls like oh that's my shit and then I, like I'm like how's Meek gonna jump on this so yeah, I'm like, like there ain't no 808s or snare drum snaps or anything like that it's this is some white girl like flowy. little lights around your entire room or whatever as beat like this is I have a I have a fabric hanging from my wall with an Indian print on it because I'm so deep beat like. I have Very tapestry. But... I, I I have a tapestry or whatever right on my wall or whatever because I'm that beat. I got a little wreath over my bed with my initial on it, like I, this I, kind of. White I have everything girl. monogrammed or whatever, and even when it goes monogrammed or whatever, I have more monograms in the monogram. That being said, Meek still did pretty solid. He had a he decent did. verse. It was weird hearing him talk about how hoodie is on a. Beat like that. <laughs> but I mean, you know, he had to throw that in there, but. And that was Austin. I don't want no smoke with the chasers. 
No, I, I fuck with Nate. Uh, <laughs> nah, gay. I fuck with Nate, but it just wasn't the type of instrumental that sounded like that Mm-mm. fit in. Now, you said... Shots to him song. as an artist for being able to like even do that, though. For I real, been like, like, How do I approach this? Like, you said during the song, like, a boogie... I'm just gonna call him Boogie. Yeah, uh, there you go. That's a name and a half. A Boogie with the hoodie, bro. But, like, he came in, and before he started moving, like, I hope he's on that singing. Yes. Where he, he like, sing raps. Because and that's um, exactly question, how he came in. Quick question. Like, do, do you know any of his music? Not a fucking lick. You do, because I'm telling you, there's a song, you know that joint that, um, wish I, wish I, wish I, wish I, wish I, like I'm drowning. Like that joint? Okay, yeah. That, like, that's that. him. I do know that. That, look, that that's yeah. that, now you see that's his that's his vibe. Yeah, he like I, I fuck heavy yeah. with that song. He fits in well. With you ever seen the video? Yes, uh, he's fucking underwater playing the piano. Yeah, very interesting video. That uh, shit's hard. Bro. I thought that went well with it, but I think both of them fit in well on this song. We got Ed rapping again. I did say uh, that I felt like the hook <laughs> off this song is one that like you could easily catch yourself singing along to. I also, um, fourth wall breaking, Keto just showed me, he's giving me his phone. Um, A Boogie with the Hoodies government name is Artist Du Bois. That's almost as bad as Aubrey Graham. Hey, bro, we're going to. Well, let's also tell people where he's from. Oh, the Bronx. <laughs> BX all day, the Bronx. But. <laughs> now, we. Side note here, me and Mook have forever have had a joke. No matter how much we like Drake's music, hey. there's only so serious when they're trying to get like hood and mob like Drake's been. You can take a dude named Aubrey Graham, who's Aubrey, Jewish bro. and Canadian. Aubrey, Jewish Canadian. <laughs> like, you ain't hood. You're Jewish. Hey, bro, I don't, I, I don't want no smoke with them OVO people, man. Like, you gonna hit me over the head with a menorah? What you? <laughs> you gonna be out of commission yeah, if con- I knock hey. that little hat off? Like, you fucked. Yeah, Kanye running around here scared over here for his life, bro. This is fair. Kanye had a song called Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> God! Well, uh, he, he damn well should after how dirty he did Drake. Drake but. made a whole ass track talking about some... Yo, <laughs> bro, Drake had a whole ass track talking about some... Yo, I rolled right by your house or whatever. Like, <laughs> Crept down the block, hey, bro. Right. <laughs> I will still never get over the hardest. We're getting all time. We're going to get right back on. Drake, I will never get over. I think it was Summer 16 when that man said, how y'all let me run it around here? I ain't even from around here. No, no. <laughs> y'all it. niggas let, them, y'all let the away team come and take over. While we talk about me, the dopest Drake line of all time, <laughs> is that your tour oh, yo. or your girl's tour? Is that a world tour or your girl's tour? Like, bro, people, I, bro, I would never forget. That was the first time or whatever. I've never, like... Did that drop on a Friday? Was that a like? I can't remember when that dropped. I remember like going to the club like right after it dropped, and the whole club dead ass. Is that a world tour? All your girls? T-? I mean, all losing I, it. All I know is the video of Drake at some at somebody else's concert with the screen behind him and the oh, PowerPoint God. as he's rapping that, and the whole crowd singing. That was like you know pinnacle. where he got that from. No, that's okay. Back in like. Early two thousands or whatever, Jay Z, like he was in a beef with um Prodigy and like the entire Mob Deep group or whatever, right? Or two, two people, you know, Prodigy <laughs> and everything. And he kept saying the re- there was a reference, you know, don't make me put you on that summer jam screen. And then the screen or whatever he was rapping or whatever, it was a, it was a diss track. It was somebody like Nas, Prodigy, or whatever, a bunch of like other artists he didn't fuck with at time. When it got to Prodigy, like literally in the background, the screen was like him as a ballet dancer back when, as a kid or whatever. 
So that no, that's a <laughs> that's dirty. That's the dirtiest shit. But, I mean, I will never forget for that video. But back on topic here. Yeah, back to that to it. Track, was just, what was this? Thirteen. Yeah, track thirteen, man. Okay, shit. I'm all out of whack over here, but uh, it was a nice record. One thousand nights. Yeah, nice record. Hook was fire. You yeah. definitely catch yourself singing it if you get to know the song. Uh, good, good track. <sighs> track fourteen. Ooh, excuse me. Way to break my heart. Featuring Skrillex. <laughs> All I gotta say is happy ass music, sad ass lyrics. Bruh. Bruh. Dead ass. I said, okay, Skrillex is up here or whatever. So we were like, this is the close thing we're gonna get to, like, just the Ed solo run on this entire project. Um, I liked it. Like you said, it was a breakup album, a breakup song. You know what I'm saying? It was like I, I lost my first love in a fiery car Bruh. crash and watched All I want to know is whoever this woman, women, or whatever, if you got brown eyes, I think I heard, like, because it, it, like, Austin it's cut like the song 70% on. 70% of the population. Right oh, facts, though. But Austin cut the song on, and I'm like, bro, have we already heard this? He's like, no, nah, this is this track. I'm like, I swear, didn't we already hear a verse about, like, Da 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 da, brown eyes, this, that. Like, I'm like. Ed is very descriptive in his songs when he's talking about <laughs> Facts. Women. And he's got a couple about blue eyes, some about brown eyes. All I know is, like, 60% of his concert when this comes on is going to be out there. That's about me! Oh, like, my no, God. It's probably oh, my not. God. Right. Just shut the fuck up, sing, and drink your White Claw, okay? Like, white Claw's a fucking industry plan, bro. We putting it out there, man. They need to stop that shit. Why are you going to be called White Claw and your logo is a wave? That's all I got to say. And they don't taste good. They do not taste good. As someone that be like wilding and be around a lot of people that are consuming White Claws. They taste like diet water. <laughs> it tastes like dead ass like like fruit juice or whatever. You try to put a little bit of alcohol in there. Like you put a bunch of ice and you just let the shit melt and it's watered down. It's like a strawberry farted on a cup of water and that's what you got with the strong taste of alcohol. But regardless, this... Definitely doesn't. Uh, this is a good song. Definitely, you can definitely feel the Skrillex. Uh, yeah. Oh, the drop was crazy. Like, of course, the which... drop was great. Uh, lyrics during the drop and the chorus were good. But I mean, it's typical Skrillex. There's the stereotypical build up that you know, like, oh shit, here comes the drop, and right. then oh, yep, there it was. And, I mean, it was good, but it's predictable. Right. Very predictable. Um, anything left on that track? Because I want to get in a little bit on the the outro. Oh, we talking about Blow now? We talking about I got blow. some shit to say about Blow. Track 15, the outro, last record, Blow featuring Chris Stapleton and Bruno Mars. So I'm going to tell you guys. Song on the album. I'm going to tell you guys. I had no I, I I hear about Chris Stapleton. I really don't know a lot. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I don't. So I asked Austin... I was like, yo, you know, I, I, what's, what's, you know, it's like a country dude or whatever. I'm like, him, Ed Sheeran, Bruno Mars, how's this going to sound? And, you know. I mentioned Tennessee Whiskey. And I was like, oh, I know who that is. Because if you hear this man sing, very few artists out there have a voice this real and unedited with this much soul and reverb and just raw, natural, God-given talent. I'm a country fan, if you can't fucking tell. I'm going to get Moot to do a country podcast for y'all. <laughs> y'all just wait. I'm going to get a playlist of my top country. I have reference my Bay Casey Musgraves, and I will do the album. 
I won't be on that. <laughs> Why do y'all hate them? I noticed that, like, yo, the country people are not fucking with her. Nothing against women. Maybe I say she's fine. Nothing know. against women at all. She's, yeah. yeah, she looks good. Yeah. But so many of these new female country artists yeah. are indistinguishable from pop. Oh, okay. If I can hear their shit on a pop station and a country station, it's not country. Is it like the Taylor Swift formula? No, Taylor Swift started out pure country. Okay. Her original songs were straight country, strum and acoustic guitar. Right. And then she transitioned to pop. These these women are riding the line right between it, where if they lean one way or the other, or one boob's heavier than the other, they're falling <laughs> on the pop side. Like, I didn't know this was a thing, but apparently most women have a boob that's heavier than the other boob. So, Whoa. Yeah. Don't you learn something new every science day? Science facts. Who knew? Don't but, you just learn something new every day? You got yeah. to, bro. So, Chris Stapleton, very much so a country artist, but more, you can also categorize him as blues, and uh, yeah. very blues country, Not a little bit of rock thrown in. <laughs> this song, I feel like, really wrapped up the case that Ed Sheeran can hop in any genre and do just fine. Bro, the first thing I wrote down, before we even get to like any like, because all three artists killed this shit, okay? The guitar, <laughs> the fucking guitar was insane. Very much guitar, straight guitar oh hero, two thousand three, sitting in the living room vibes. Like, I mean, it was very much so heavy rock instrumental. I loved it. Then. Ed Sheeran came in or whatever. He was on his rocker shit or whatever. Because I was like, yo, it's, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know if it's more like a country vibe or whatever. But like once I kind of heard how the song was getting into it, I was like, okay. So Ed set it off or whatever with a good kind of flow. Yeah, I agree. Chris Stapleton came in or whatever. Probably. And it's going to sound wild. Don't crucify me or whatever. Still, not, I don't know a lot about this dude. Probably had the best voice on this joint. I really enjoyed this joint. Do you mean the song or the album? Um, um, no, Chris Stapleton on this on this record. On this record, yeah, Yeah, I agree, one hundred percent. Chris, he that was yeah, he's he's talented. This song is right in his wheelhouse, and it was it was very much so. I could tell you this is a Chris Stapleton featuring Ed Sheeran and Bruno Mars, and you believe it. This would blend in perfect on any of his albums. So, like, listening to it at that point, I'm like, how is Bruno going to... I think it was you that asked, how is Bruno going to sound? I was like, he's yeah, going to be on his, like... He's going to be on his rock guy shit. Like, I mean, he's, he's been doing his funk. But he can jump right back into his kind of... Like, he, he, he jumped and did, he jumped on the same kind of sound or whatever. Like I said, all three dudes sound good. It was dope. They kind of gave me, like... Once I heard it, they gave me what I wanted because I'm like, okay. You know what I'm saying? You, like it, it was a really dope track, and like you said, it was a great way to end this album. Dope outro, and then the guitar got crazy again towards the end. I'm like, yo, we'd have to look this up, but I think it's actually Chris Stapleton. That, that's what I was gonna ask. Too. I'm like, he's he plays guitar, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, this was a fantastic way to end the album. Like right. I said, I think it really proved that Ed Sheeran can jump in any genre, and just he would be just fine with it. Um, <laughs> Also, go back to even with songs like South of the Border and Put It All On Me, this mm-hmm. is the dirtiest song on the album. <laughs> it is chock full of innuendo. It's called as well as, as well as Ed Sheeran just outright saying, you make me want to make a baby. And I think there was something something else along the lines of pull my trigger and watch me blow, something to that effect. <laughs> right, you can't have a track called blow in all caps and, and not be 
what we got on this. It could also be about cocaine, but... I mean, well, they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, I, I suppose that's fair. But yeah, I mean, fantastic outro for the album. I think it really wrapped everything up nicely. Um, I have a question before we, you know... Because um, usually, you know, I, I do it in the moment or whatever. What's your favorite record? Off this album? Yeah. Right now, Antisocial. Same. Simply because it's a straight Same. banger. Uh, but Blow is up there now. Uh, oh, okay. I would say... I would say Blow, Beautiful People, because I can relate so heavily to the ugly people in the music video. And uh, <laughs> I've got the librarians. <laughs> Remember Your Name's probably near the bottom of this album for me, along with Feels. But I would say, if I had to rank my top three, it'd be Antisocial and Blow are like a percentage point off, and then Beautiful People at a solid third. Like I said, Antisocial is my fave. Like, what the track with her, I Don't Want Your Money. And then uh, maybe the LMA track. It's, it's between maybe the LMA track and the track with Stormzy. Now, I will say best part of me, the wedding song, is up there high for me too. But it's losing Oh yeah, point. best part of me. It's losing points simply because I can only hear that really at a wedding. It's not something I'd listen to in the car. Yeah, it's, it's not car headphones music. Headphones or even yeah. background studying. Like, it's definitely a wedding song. But it's very well written. But yeah, I, th- I think it was solid track list. Final takes before we get to the rating on this or whatever. Ed Sharing number six collaborative. Let me see. Let, oh, <laughs> number six collaborative co- ah collaborations project. Like, God, I'm getting you hard or whiskey or whatever the fuck's in your cup. Hey, bro. Or maybe it's the doctor. Wham. <laughs> God, that looks so creepy. <laughs> but, but no, my final take on this is. Uh, Par for the course for Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Uh, great album. He's going to make quite a bit of money off of, I don't doubt. Uh, feature list was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, got some people singing on tracks with him I never would have imagined. And uh, overall, I think this is a very successful project. I think he, I think it probably met what he wanted it to. And I'm happy with it. I agree with everything you said. I'm also going to add, like, I love the timing of this or whatever. Like, happy albums like this should drop in the summertime. Agreed. This is, the t- like, the vibe, everything going on, whatever. We're fucking finally done with this heat wave. Thank God. Don't you hold know. your breath. Hey, chill, chill. <laughs> <laughs> knock. knock you work outside. You best pray. <laughs> Hello. But, bro, like, this is the perfect time for this album or whatever. Could probably be in rotation or whatever. At least particular tracks and everything. Not even gonna be mad at the entire album being played. It's only like what fifty minutes. Hold on, what is yeah, this? Very, I mean, yeah, 50, 50, 50 minutes, fifteen songs. That's I mean, skip like, come on now. Yeah, I mean, you could skip a couple. Honest to God, there's a couple you could skip. Yeah, you could uh, skip a couple of records. I don't care. Beautiful people. You could probably skip those just because you hear them all the time anyway yeah. from the radio. But uh, so I mean, really, thirteen. Think about it, thirteen songs if you take out the radio songs and. 12 if there's maybe one you don't really fuck with but uh definitely a good way to pass a short drive or so i rate all my music based on how i feel when i'm driving hey, hey man it's whatever you do mine's is like see driving's cool or whatever but I'm, I'm not in my car long enough to be honest or whatever me is mainly like head like headphones i feel that like if you sound good in the headphones or whatever and you give me a particular vibe and and in or in that moment fuck with it i feel that I respect that. Final rating. I wanna, 1 through 10. 
I want to hear yours first, simply because you weren't that familiar with Ed Sheeran off the bat. With Ed Sheeran, this is my first full project listening from top to let's, bottom. Let's get your thoughts on. Let's get your thoughts on Ed first. Yeah. Just how you feel, how you'd rank him as an artist, and then we'll do yours for that. Since like, this is really your first taste of him as an artist in general, other yeah. than a few songs. Um, rank him as an artist from like in like a number. Yeah, one through ten or so. Um, I'm definitely giving Ed a nine. I feel like Ed, like even even when he fades to the background, like what we talked about, the artists he picked for this or whatever, they stepped up. So and that, and that's a talent in itself or whatever. Like sometimes or whatever, you know, a lot of people don't realize. You know, every night Jordan wasn't going out there dropping thirty. Like some nights people also needed to step up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like some like I, can hear that. I get that, but it. I'm liking everything. Like I said, none of this was bad. No. Even the tracks that weren't my fave, like nothing was just like, yo, I'm never listening to this shit again. Like no, nothing was that. I would give Ed a nine. I'm looking forward to more projects by him. I told you, I've also always liked when he kind of jumps on the feature. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He, he's but a now, very good feature artist. Yeah, as well. but like now listening to this shit, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm excited for what's next or whatever. Like when I see his name, I'm gonna be like, okay, yeah, I, I, like I like that collaborator project or whatever. I I heard there's another one he did back in the day. I might need to go back and check that out. I I will as well. But I mean, I might go back and check out his future stuff just when I'm kind of in a mood or whatever. But for this project, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. After t- three tracks in, I thought I was gonna hate it or whatever. I didn't think I'd be saying this shit. I'm giving Ed a not uh, an eight. I can, I I'm giving fair. this project an eight out of ten. I liked it a lot. I I feel like it's gonna get a little bit of rota- it's gonna get rotation and everything. It's gonna be right in that wheelhouse of R and B I've been on. But yeah, overall, like the tracks I love, I really love the tracks I like. They still cool. Yeah, I I agree. I, I averaged out all my scores per song. Okay, and realizing I missed a song now, that's out the fucking window. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came up to about seven and a half out of ten, but right. that's just song by song going as a whole album as a feel. Yeah. I'd say eight to eight and a half for me. Okay. Because, uh, mainly because it really showcased his versatility. Uh, bruh. He really can do every genre. He played all five positions. He was he came off the bench. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, this, this man blocking shots and hitting threes all, in the same, all at the same time. Yeah. And even like, on, like you said, on some of the songs where it's like he missed, mm-hmm. it still hit a different target. Facts, man. Like, he might have missed the this is my song target, but he hit the, this is a good song target. Right. And it's like, like we also said earlier, like getting artists, we probably would never get like, listen to whatever, getting them out there and everything. I love that. Like just knowing and understanding or whatever, like, like a and R is some real shit, you know? Like he knew like uh, it, that, that takes a lot of whatever, especially to get this many people or whatever. Like this shit probably took a long time or whatever. Imagine getting these people in the studio and or, Getting verses sent back and forth or whatever, and how you want shit to sound or whatever, no you doubt. know. That had to like, take a while. There's some big names on this. You know, they're touring and busy, and yeah. I mean, not saying like Ed's a small name. They're man selling out arenas for a reason. Facts. Mainly because 15 year old girls will pay to see any halfway decent looking guy with a good that- voice. But regardless, he he's he's where he is today for a reason. Right and. Yeah, he might have built himself on the slower love songs and the ballads, but this album just proves he can he can halfway rap. <laughs> hey, bro, we said we say it all the time, or whatever. Weekend was in his pot bag or whatever, and he said, "Oh, y'all don't think I can go back or whatever?" 
go oh. back goes back give us fucking my dear melancholy and was like oh i can go back to that sound anytime don't 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 forget and then we can hop in on low life with future Ooh, and showing that he can rap too future and weekend don't have a bad verse like a just bad like track. future and drake don't have or uh, future and drake and the weekend and drake don't have a bad song together ross and drake don't have a bad verse they just dropped that gold roses track that's really dope and you don't even fuck with ross like that no I, oh no i love ross I just I haven't I haven't liked okay I guess I haven't liked the last couple of stuff or whatever but like his best album to me is still God forgives I don't gotcha that's fair you know what I'm saying but yeah regardless I think uh, I think Ed Sheeran hit, has a certifiable hit with this album yeah uh, I don't know how they rank that shit anymore since like I said earlier nobody buys CDs but, uh, it's all, it's all like numbers and shit or whatever however yeah. they set it up but I mean it there's not a song on this album. That won't find its way into somebody's playlist. It's gonna kill on the radio. Like I said, don't listen to the radio, or whatever. But I can, like you've already said, or whatever. You, the, like the Bieber track, and then the track with Khalid or whatever is already just killing My radio. Forty year old boss knows the Bieber track just because of the radio. So I mean, that's that's all there is to that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, that's <sighs> it. Got something with this or whatever. I'm definitely a fan now. We'll see how, you know, can't, can't wait to see how this goes or whatever. Go the back future's and listen to very bright stuff. for him, oh, which it has been since 2010. But he's, he's got a, he keeps this up while sticking to his best part of me, bread and butter style songs. He's not ever going to not have success. Hey man, you heard it here and everything. I was trying to get Keto back in <laughs> the studio and everything because, um, we got another Oxmulator that's coming up pretty soon or whatever. We're going to give a little sneak peek for that. But this man acts like he don't want to answer the phone and shit. He the one fucking time. Out. Yeah. But Austin, man, like, you know, I, I appreciate you coming and doing this with me, man. Of course, of course. Well, technically, you came to me for this. Hey, like I said, hey, new studio. <laughs> this is crazy, but, bro. No, regardless, this ain't the last time you heard from me. Wait till the NFL gets closer. Oh. I'm a Cowboys fan with some bold he, he, opinions. He's, com- so. he's coming back, guys, or whatever. And I, I, I'm... I'm telling you, I'm coming with all the trolls because I'm coming for Dak Prescott's life. And I want y'all to be prepared. Kedu can't be on this podcast, too, because I ain't dealing with getting yeah, ganged yo, up. Oh, oh, you guys, <laughs> I'm definitely having him and Kedu on at the same time. We have an Eagles and a fucking Cowboys fan. You want to talk about World War Three? <laughs> Me and yeah. Kedu can discuss. But now, you can come for Dak, but that man deserves to get paid. Oh, no. they all, like, Dak is I heard, a I heard Zeke's, I heard Zeke's sit, um, about the... Like, sit out. And we saw how well that worked for Le'Veon Bell and his fucking death. <laughs> so, if, if the man knows what's good for him, he'll stop pushing security guards around and take a fucking paycheck. Hey, bro. What's, what was it? Um, Le'Veon Bell, he had that rant and shit. He had that rant and shit. He was talking about, like, yo, y'all talking about, like, yo, you need to go work out and everything or whatever. You too worried about, like, being in the studio or whatever. All this. Wait, that's right. Le'Veon Bell dropped a track. I'm not, I've never listened to Le'Veon Bell music. Keto was actually playing it one day, and I was like, "Why?" This man dropped that album. So, um, yeah, I was, I was, I was talking about it. He's back in the room now. Keto, future Oxmulator episode or whatever. Tell me what we doing, man. A little sneak hey, peek. We out here doing Dumb and Dumber. That new Key Glock, uh, Young Dolph. I mean, it, it, I have my thoughts on. Keto called me while I have ago. Loaded up, bro. I'm talking a day after this shit. I've had this shit listened to like four times. 
I'm ready, bro. bro I started listening to it. Max, you want to talk about ignorant? <laughs> he he I called me up. Eyes, I closed my eyes. I was back in the Grand Marquis, yo. I promise. <laughs> oh shit. He called oh, me up or whatever and was like, "Yo, move. I know an episode we need to do or whatever." I said, "Oh, say no more, bro." I was like, "This is the type of ig- we both said it. This is the type of ignorance I need in my life right now." Also, we're gonna bring it up a million other times or whatever. I'm gonna say it here now before we shut this off. Young Dolph is out of jail from throwing. <laughs> from throwing banana pudding at his girl. I thought that was young Dro. Was it Dro? I'm pretty sure it was Dro. Regardless, why was I thinking ignorant Dro? with banana pudding? So, damn. See, I don't. Even, That's no. why you got Keto, though. You know what I'm saying? That's it. You also, know? Keto is pointing a damn cat laser at me. God bless. I'm, 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 Last I'm thoughts. Official, uh, Last thoughts PR on that. Corrections. Last thoughts on that. It doesn't matter who the fuck was in jail for throwing banana pudding. Somebody was at the point in their life where they are throwing banana pudding at another person and should probably reevaluate. Hey, bro, I told you real shit. We're going to talk about we, we, Fuck it. Let's all talk about it now a little bit. Was it homemade or was it store brand? Was, if it was store brand, was it Walmart, Food Line, Harris Teeter, Kroger? We need to know the quality. <laughs> He's going to bring Winn-Dixie back. Like, yo, that's that's a, win, yo Winn-Dixie probably Carly, made some bomb-ass banana pudding. That's a Carly C banana pudding. Hey, different weights. Pudding, different weights. They put different amounts of... Nilla wafers in there, and those shits are heavier. Than, uh, hey, if you got, if you have a few Nilla wafers, it ain't gonna hit as hard as a bunch of them. So, <laughs> I mean, bottom hey, line is, who the fuck is throwing banana pudding? This is not banana middle f- school food fight. Like, hey, bro, the, I'm gonna shut it off right here. Banana pudding ain't shit after fucking um, after J- hit a bitch's makeup face. End of story. <laughs> Look that too. Austin done walked out. He said, fuck it. <laughs> that ain't nothing after J.R. Smith threw tortellini soup at fucking Damon Jones. <laughs> Hot tortellini soup. And on that note, shout out my guest for this episode, my boy Austin or whatever. <sighs> Thank you guys for all the listens and everything. <laughs> Appreciate all of it. It's another dope episode of Oxalator. So until next time, we are out. <laughs>